0: There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio Studios in Toronto. With Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers, here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle.
1: Well, good morning. Happy weekend to you. You made it. I wish you a good one. It is Wolfgang Klein, your host of Hi-Fi Radio, a show about money. Uh, Oh, boy. Rabina is in the studio. Someone's crinkling. I hear a crinkle on the microphone, and it's not Jack. No, Jack likes open water on air. It drives me crazy when he opens up. It opens up the parry You don't need that. It's too early in the morning for you. <laughs> uh, it is a real treat to have my dear, dear friend Rabina Ahmed Hawk in the studio. Uh, good Rubi- morning. Good morning. We go back so far. You and I. Uh, uh, sincerely, uh, my debut into television uh, was with you on CP24. Uh, you treated me so kind. Uh, You taught me, you held my hand. Uh, Rubina, you made me
2: into what I am today. You know, I was going to say the exact same thing about you, (laughs) that you were there for my debut into business reporting. I don't know why I'm doing quotes, because it is actually a thing. Um, And (laughs) you were the one who encouraged me to do things like, take the CSE. And when I said, can I be a business reporter? I don't know if you remember this. I do remember it. And you replied, why not? That was your answer. Like, why couldn't you be a business reporter? I'm like, why not? I'll so, just do that. So
1: I, 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 I follow you on social media. I, please tell us what you're doing now, Rubina, you know, because you basically went on your own. You went freelance, and I have a lot of respect for people who have the courage to go freelance, so congratulations to you. So I, I see you on social media, and CBC microphones hanging in front of you. And uh, <laughs> What are you up to? What are you, what are you sharing and, 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 and imparting upon Canadians' minds?
2: So, since you and I worked together at the TSX Broadcast Centre, I went on, like you said, to go freelance because a lot of contracts weren't renewed at the place where we were working. So, in some ways, I was pushed into the freelance world and I went into business reporting head on. I did a lot of that uh, freelance and then I realized that personal finance was what people really wanted and that the economic news and, you know, breaking down the, the data that comes out of the Bank of Canada or the Federal Reserve Bank... Yes, it's important, but people want to know how does it really impact my wallet? How does it really make a difference to my monthly spending? Do I have extra money in my pocket at the end of the month? That kind of stuff. So I have really created this... this. Uh, business now i guess you can call it of being a personal finance they say expert i say personal finance journalist and i work a lot here at chorus i am their personal finance expert i'm on all the programs all the time nice and i also do um a ton of stuff at the cbc am i allowed to say that on this station um and i have you know two- something
1: you are because uh, <laughs> I, I, I personally fund the cbc with my tax revenue. exactly tax- so i'm allowed to yes, say that say, yes sure yes, you yes. can why not
2: so I, I i have two columns that i file uh, at cbc that have to do with workplace and personal finance and um I, it's just been great. I mean, I get calls all the time from all different places to comment on different personal finance stories. Um, and it's the perfect life for someone who has two kids and a busy, you know, a busy family life.
1: Good for you, Rubina. you. Well, you're you. doing well. And uh, personal finance, uh, tune up because uh, you you are not a uh, cobbler with children with no shoes. You're, you're, your children have shoes, my little cobbler friend. <laughs> my- I know they do. So, you know, <laughs> I want to test you right now. Do you have an RESP set up for of your children? Of
2: course, I had the <laughs> RESP set up. Okay, My no, no, no. On no, no, second question,
1: do you have a? Is your will current? Uh, no. Okay, we got to We got to look after that yes, will. No, okay, it's not I, current. I have, I have a few good lawyers I can recommend to you. <laughs> I have an um, handwritten
2: will, if that matters. Yeah, no,
1: I would go to a professional. I would go to a professional. No, no different than uh, getting a tattoo, Well, right? the
2: update <laughs> is handwritten. The up, because we, we were given advice that until you get the update, just do something in hand, handwriting. It'll, it will suffice if something yeah, was to happen.
1: Okay, it's time, but I, I put the handwritten aside and get a proper will done. Uh, do you have life insurance, Rabina? Uh, I do. You have some life insurance. And are you maxing out your RSP?
2: I'm not maxing them out, no. But my husband and I just bought an investment property, so we put some money into that.
1: We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm really glad you're here, Rabina, because we're going to have a lot of fun today. Uh, Uh, We are going to play a little Dragon's Den. Yes, oh. Dragon's Den. I have my friend. There. I don't
2: have that much money. I can't fund anybody start. <laughs> well,
1: you know, you have to get nose, Doctor Cliff Redford uh, to get to yes. So yes, Doctor Cliff Redford is in the studio. We've had him in the studio before. Um, I'm very attracted to this individual, I shall say. Uh, he's a very very. <laughs> Do I need Cliff. to, leave should I no, to no. here. Stop Brittany. It. Should we oh, step outside? Stop it! I know the modern age uh, that we're in. We're but, not. Uh,
3: we're not uh, threatened. That's all right.
1: Good. Um, Doctor Cliff, Cliff Redford is a veterinarian and. Uh, I got a puppy, and that's cool. And it's amazing how much we as individuals spend on our pets. Um, It's incredible. It's a huge, huge industry. Thank goodness. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I'm fascinated by it. Uh, But more importantly, uh, (laughs) the good doctor uh, wants to save animals uh, around the world and uh, do so uh, while having a film crew. Uh, follow him on his adventures and uh, basically looking for some funding. Uh, call it crowdfunding. Call it uh, Rabina writing you a big fat check on Dragon's <laughs> Den right here, right now. Uh, but it, it's very, very interesting what you're up to. So we're, we're going to cover that off as well. Uh, Brittany's just giving me, we've got one minute of time left. So look, there's one other thing I want to cover off today with you, Rabina. This is going to be great. Um, a half a trillion dollars of unused RRSP room, currently exists in the system, a half a trillion dollars of unused That's RSP. a lot of room. That's a lot of money. Uh, that's basically $250 billion in excess taxes going to the CBC. Wow.
2: No, right. I, I wouldn't say that they <laughs> write them a check just
1: oh, that. Oh, they write them a check. They get their <laughs> transfers. Don't kid yourself. I'm Please. okay. It is what it is. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people obviously don't believe in RSPs, And I, I just recently got off the phone again with a client of mine who, in the quarter of 2018, the market was going down, they decided not to put him on in the space And they said, no, I'm gonna buy an investment property uh, instead, because <laughs> <laughs> I already have a couple, I don't have enough, I want more investment properties. I like real estate, I believe in real estate, I understand real estate, I can touch real estate, I don't like the stock market, I don't understand it. And up goes the market, 13% in short order, and the uh, real estate probably is at its current price, but that's short-term thinking. My point is, uh, I ran some numbers. Uh, put money in RSP or put money in an investment vehicle of some sort. At the end of 25, 30, 35 years, who wins the race? Um, I think you know the answer. And I think it is. And the main benefit, of course, is the tax savings of the RSP. Uh, basically, my, 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 and I'll, I'll go through the, the math with you later, but basically, the math is put money in the RSP, use the tax refund, put that in your TFSA. And if there's anything left, put that into an investment account. So basically, if you put 10 grand into an RSP, when you get the $5,000 refund, Mm -hmm. don't spend it on a a puppy like I did. (laughs) Oh, they're expensive dogs. Or
2: on a holiday like a lot of people do. Right,
1: and put it in your TFSA and get it compounding for you. And if you do that, Wait till you come back to this show, Hi-Fi Radio. I can tell you what the final result is. It's a huge number, and the difference is astounding. It's absolutely astounding. So uh, more with Dr. Cliff. We're going gonna, gonna to learn about uh, what his adventure is, how much money he needs. Uh, Rabina Ahmed is going to be here for the entire show. It is a treat to have a professional fill in for mr jack hartle who is Mm. vacating yet again uh so we get to pick on him a little bit as well gonna go to commercial break get right back to hi-fi radio right after this
0: don't go anywhere there's more great show after this you're listening to hi-fi radio from global news radio 640 toronto you see a snake like this don't muck with it and one thing's for sure don't try this at home far too dangerous this snake could have enough venom to kill me and a hundred other blokes out here in the west what an honor to share territory share space with such a beautiful animal
1: welcome back to the show yes that was crocodile hunter mr steve irwin who unfortunately did pass away, uh, I believe it was by, wasn't it a stingray? It was a stingray, yeah. yeah. He was
3: scuba diving and it uh, he got too close and it just got spooked and got him right through the heart.
1: You're listening to uh, Dr. Cliff Redford. He is a veterinarian. Uh, so we had you on the show before, uh, doctor. Um, you want to basically travel the world uh, where animals are in need, be it forest fires or uh, relocation uh, and the likes, and you want to, basically uh, care for those animals and uh, produce a television show. I saw some of your YouTube footage, um, very animated, very interesting. So please tell us about your idea, your dream, and how much money you have. And maybe well, maybe one of our listeners uh, can help you out. Uh, I do have a few ideas for you, but uh, I want you to share your concept first and foremost. Of course, Rabin Ahmed is here to help with the cause. Uh, we, may, we may play a little Dragon's in with you into it.
3: There you go. We'll see. Eh? I'll have to see how much I'm willing to give up on the concept Uh if anyone wants, I to I want hundred
2: percent ownership. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> deal, deal, no problem. Ninety-nine
2: point nine percent. The two of you guys
3: seem to kind of start each other's media careers. It sounded like so. I'm feeling really optimistic about We're being here today. You. This is <laughs> good, amazing. Good we got a Dr. Cliff sandwich. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, this is a, a project and a concept I've been working on for about eight years, actually. Uh, and about three years ago, I I started the work where I started traveling. I went to Jamaica. Uh, Worked there for three weeks, worked worked with the JSPCA, did some uh, baby turtle releases, some research on bats. Uh, They have a great program there with uh, the Jamaican iguana that they brought back from near extinction. Um, So I was able to help out as a veterinarian, and then we filmed it, able to educate and entertain the viewers, and basically showed people that all around the world, no matter how different people are, how different cultures are, There's always people out there that love animals and want to do what they can to help both wild and domestic animals. Um, I spent a couple weeks in Greece uh, last summer, and it was right after the worst seasonal wildfires that they had had ever. Um, 800 homes, I believe, destroyed. A couple hundred people killed, and so we ended up. I was working with a cat rescue in Athens and five or six days after the wildfires we then went into the wildfire zone after the fires were put out of course and did some work on some uh, farm animals some goats and some cattle that were injured found a a ton of um, pet cats that had been basically been abandoned as people were running from this cottage community as these fires were were tearing through their uh, their their homes so found a lot of cats with uh, various injuries and were able to Either reunite them with their owners or treat them and then find them uh, find them new homes. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of the concept. Well, that is the concept, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know the plan is is for season one, if we can get it off uh, off the air, um, is or off, to, the off the ground on, yeah, on, the on the air. Off the ground is to uh, have each episode be a, a new country. And I've got contacts in Kolkata and Hyderabad, India, that are waiting to see me. Um, South America, all through the West Indies, obviously Greece, um, northern uh, like Northwest Territories to a few fly-in communities. I'd really love to go and see. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, so it's going to be pretty amazing. I mean, the the show's going to happen. I'm I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna. You if, have, but so so, doctor. If I
3: had a soul, I'd sell it. I think. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have,
1: if you're just tuning in, we have Doctor. Cliff Redford in the studio. He's a veterinarian. Uh, takes care of little animals like my puppy Baxter. Baxter Poindexter is my little dog. Baxter Poindexter Klein, it says on his little card when you go to our veterinarian. Uh, yes, he has a file. Uh, and um, uh, Dr. Cliff, of course, wants to uh, create some content. Now, I- I'm fascinated by the world of content. Rabina is a content creator. Oh. Uh, you are a content creator. I'm creating content with Rabina and with Dr. Cliff right here, right now. Um, but you look at Disney. And again, mm-hmm. Disney is just putting out a new push into digital media, digital content. You look at Netflix with its $5 billion content budget. Um, you look at technology and how inexpensive it is, in fact, now to shoot content. Yeah. Um, d- you know, just speak to the porn industry. You know, and it's a flourishing industry, and and then they shoot it basically. That's
2: not the kind of content. I No, create. it's not. What I'm just saying, content. I don't
1: can, think Disney content can be created very, very. I don't think Disney will be picking that no, up. No, no.
3: Maybe Vice.
1: <laughs> whatever. Uh, but the play again, the Playboy Channel day You know, yeah. So so content is evolving. Um,
2: but good content. There's a lot of really bad content out there now, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody has the ability to create whatever they want. That's a good point. Um, And anyone can make a blog and anyone can put their ideas out there into the ether and anyone can try to get their, you know, their opinions seen and heard and talked about. about But is it good content? Is it researched? Is it based on facts? Is it based on, you know, what's actually happening in the world? You know, we know fake news is a thing. Um, And so I just wanted to add that in.
1: Fake news. Mm -hmm.
2: eh? Oh, there's so much fake news. I mean. We're set, we live in such a divisive society, and and it really is because some people have decided to push certain agendas and narratives that have just, in many cases, they're fake. I mean, well, look, 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 this, is, this is hi-fi
1: radio. Okay, it's high fidelity, it's high finance, uh, nothing fake about it. No, everything here. Is look, real. I, I want to take this down to keeping it real simple. Uh, <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, uh, you know you, you have a, a a big mountain to climb. Uh, it may sound simple: just get yourself a camera, get a plane mm-hmm. ticket. Travel somewhere, start shooting some footage, get into editing. It's all done not so simple in fact but i, I go back to i still think you know crowdfunding is, seems to be this nouveau means of, of raising uh, in, in, in software land and it land and startup land but the, the world of content it's so fascinating uh the, the, the billions upon bill right here in toronto in fact i think uh, netflix uh, is, is intending to invest over the next 10 years some billion dollars That was part of it's yes. deal with the
3: crtc yeah they agreed to 500 million a year for five years to uh, kind of keep the CRTC off their back. Right. The Canadian the, content. The, the cell phone market. You had mark. said $5 billion. They it, actually, in, total, in right. 2019, they're expected to do $13 billion in content. 13 billion. Thirteen, well, $13 billion. If you go to Netflix,
2: it's all, cr- it's all created by Netflix. They're hardly really buying from outside. They're not curating any content from outside. C- correct. Almost 80% of the stuff is Netflix, whether so, it's a show or a movie. So
1: the question is, how do we pitch... Dr. Cliff's idea to Netflix. Well, look, it's Hi-Fi Radio. we got to pay some bills around here. The show is free. Just listen to a few spots, and you will be informed, very, very well informed. Uh, If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a filmographer, a videographer, if you're a veterinarian, if you're a pet lover, if you're into money, which I am, uh, stay tuned. More of it right after this.
0: Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: And this isn't some giant ego trip, uh uh-uh. It's just
0: that I've got to get the camera, I've got to be right in there. I have to get right fair smack into the action because this day has come where the audience, you, need to come with me and be there with that animal. If there's whales dying on the beach on the western side of Tasmania, I
3: want to share it with you because if we can touch people about wildlife,
1: then they want to save it. Welcome back to the show. It is Hi-Fi Radio. It's a treat and a pleasure to have Dr. Cliff Redford in the studio. He is a veterinarian. Uh, He wants to create content. Uh, He is my Steve Irwin, okay? Uh, Steve was great. I I, I miss Steve. His content was hilarious. It was entertaining. Uh, He he attracted eyeballs. Uh, I have a feeling, I have a feeling uh, that Dr. Cliff Redford could be Steve. Canadian, Canada's version of it, you know? Uh, Why not? I'll take it. They both have dollars. Do you know the Australian dollar mirrors the Canadian dollar lockstep? In value. It, yeah, it basically does. It's 75 cents both sides of the board. It's just incredible how similar uh, Canada is to Australia. Now, I'm a big skier. When I go out skiing, I come across so many uh, Kiwis and Aussies, and they call themselves that, so uh, no yeah. derogatory statement That's- there. They just love Western <laughs> Canada. Uh, what, what, if you, what would happen if you took your show to Australia? When you start on that turf? That'd be quite interesting. Yeah, you, you know, like there's snakes?
3: actually some amazing work. Um, you know, I, I really want to focus on our trip, the volunteer and the help is just as much as important as the filming, obviously. Now, there is a great program, though, in Australia where the veterinarian students um, will actually go into the outback and work with the indigenous communities uh, with their animals, not only farm animals, but sort of domesticated animals. So, it's something, I have a friend who's a student uh, there, so we're kind of talking about maybe uh, being that as a a possible episode as well. I like Um, it. I like it. It's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So
1: definitely. so uh, doctor, have you presented and maybe Rabina can help you here. Have you presented and packaged up your idea that can be then pitched to the big boys and girls who are now creating content. And I, I include Apple, I include Facebook. They're all, they're all going in the same direction. So you're certainly on trend. This how do you get it to them?
3: Yeah, so we're definitely ready. We've created a sizzle reel that was uh professionally edited and produced from the content that I took in, uh, in Greece and in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got our treatment sheets that talk about the episodes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is, though, is you can't get in to pitch to Netflix unless you're associated with a large-scale production house. So someone that has their foot in the door kind of thing. Um, they're not going to meet with me because I'm just a veterinarian. They're not going to meet with the producer and the editor that I work with because those are freelance guys. They want to know someone who, when they hand them the $2 million check to do the 10-episode the season, let's say, that they've, they've got a history of being able to complete this project. So that's our goal, is not only to either find someone to fund it uh, and make a lot of money off of it once we sell it internationally and have us produce it and develop it on our own, or find a production house to work with Uh, and partner up with and then go and uh, pitch to all the streaming services.
1: So in terms of finding a production house, Rabina, any ideas for The Doctor?
2: Uh, LinkedIn is a great place to start to see where people who have credibility um, have Mm -hmm. worked with different programs, have um, already had success uh, pitching uh, long-form programming to Mm -hmm. to big networks. That would be a good place to start. Uh, You can easily reach out to them and, and say, you know, not necessarily even to work together, but if you could just guide me. I think that that's mm-hmm. the number one thing, right? Is just, could you guide me? Could you put me in the right place? And I actually disagree with you. I don't think you need a big name behind you. I think if you have a good product and your content is good, it might take a little bit more grunt work to get there, but if your stuff is good, they're going to recognize it. And we see that over and over again with examples of people who came out of nowhere, You know, just created a great idea and a big, big network saw it somehow, and they put money behind it, so sometimes you don't need all that um, fancy stuff to get through the door. You just—it's just—it's more about the grunt work.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, soon Netflix is coming to town, so I'm looking forward to that. And I would
2: find out who the the top guy is. I mean, usually when I'm trying to find someone to talk to, I will Google the name of the company plus media contact, and then email that media contact. And then if I was you, I'd say my name is Dr. Cliff and I am producing this program and I'd like to know if there's somewhere where I could pitch it where the actual people who are in charge of this would see it. That's
1: it. Because the other one, because it sounds like very family oriented content. Uh, My daughter loves, I think it's called Heartland. Uh, and we, we actually sit, sit around the table. Oh, produced by the
2: CBC. Produced
1: by the CBC, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. <laughs> You're listening to the CBC with no. Dr. No, Dr. don't or, do or, that. Remember. We don't want to lose <laughs> our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I, I go back to, same thing, have you approached the CBC?
3: Um, we have. have the, it was actually, they're going to, if they're listening to this, uh, someone's going to get in trouble. I, I pitched to, or I contacted the, Factual, it's called factual pitch at the cbc.ca. Um, and the person's response was, well, we already have a veterinarian show on our on our, on our our channel. Because um, they, so they do some old... Well, they do Bondi Vet, which is the Australian guy. Oh, yeah. And now these are old, like season two, season three, he's in season nine right now. Mm-hmm. And I reached back to him and I said, well, wait a minute, you are our country's broadcaster mm-hmm. and you don't have a Canadian veterinarian on your show? And they kind of said, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And sometimes those
2: people are bound by other people telling them, just email that guy this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of the situation. We do plan to pitch to broadcasters as well, but uh, it really would be nice for us to be able to produce this on our own. It would be. Now, what
1: about getting government grants? Uh, Factor uh, is for the music industry. Uh, What would exist then for the uh, film industry?
3: Yeah. There's very few grants unless you already have a deal. Um, because they want to, na- they want to know if they're going to spend, you know, give you a hundred grand, let's say, for a grant. They want to know that it's actually going to be seen. Um, so there's very few sort of Canada Media Fund grants. Um, the big thing is there are tax credits. You'll make up about thirty to forty percent of your expenditure back on tax credits for utilizing Ontario and then Canadian producers, uh, camera people, editors, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's funny because
1: those film tax credit thingies had to end up getting such a bad reputation from the 80s and the 90s that they basically went by the wayside and along came oil and gas uh, really? royalty trusts and, 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 mm. and flow through shares uh, but uh, you yeah, haven't seen one of those on my desk in a long time a film deal because uh, yeah. a lot of them never got produced and then you, you, the tax credit uh, was re- refuted by the government
3: uh, yeah so- I don't know about then it isn't that way anymore like as long as you pay the Canadian camera person you're going to receive that 30 to 40% back um, but it's after you've already paid them, so that's the key.
1: Well, what's what's the name of
3: this show? Uh, we're hoping to call it either Dr. Cliff Worldwide Vet or Far and Wild.
1: Dr. Cliff Ooh, Worldwide like Vet or Far and Wild, yeah. eh? Far and Wild. Well, they're wild. great names. Uh, Dr. Cliff Redford, you're a veterinarian taking care of puppies up in what, Unionville? Yeah, Markham. Right. What's the name of your shop? Uh,
3: Wellington Vet Hospital.
1: Wellington Vet Hospital. Well, I'm, I'm very excited about your show. Um, I hope it comes to fruition. I know it'll come to fruition. Uh, you just got to keep getting up to bat. You got to pitch all those big mm-hmm. content purveyors. I'm a Disney, Facebook, Apple, Amazon. Um, Netflix. Every single Netflix. Old and new, they're all creating content. I think you have a great idea, chorus, uh, and, and and I, and I want to see chorus, some, chorus Just go upstairs
2: right now and start talking to people. Brittany, take
1: them to the boss. Uh, we're out of time my good friend I want to thank you very much for joining us in this studio I want to wish you great success uh, with your endeavor and uh, we'll get you back on the show as when it it happens I'll be here for sure Uh, more with my good friend Rabina Ahmed we're going to talk uh, personal finance Uh, that is her love and as such uh, I shall bring some passion to that subject it is so exciting it is Hi-Fi Radio more of it right after this
0: Listen, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
1: I just want to listen to that song.
2: Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: So, Dark Side of the Moon, money, cash register. When I think cash register, I think of change. mm mm-hmm. um, No more pennies in the system. We got loonies and toonies. Two toonies and a loonie.
2: Two loonies right here.
1: Two t- two toonies and a loony is five, <laughs> bucks. five bucks. Five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. Rubina, you got young little kitties. Uh, trust me, how old are your children right now? Uh,
2: Three and almost seven.
1: Three and seven.
2: Yeah. Can you believe
1: uh, it? I can. Uh, has the mooching begun?
2: Oh no, my kids are not not there yet. Eh? N- I don't think they're. Go- well, oh, my yeah, older sure, one. Sure. I mean, Come maybe over. I might. I'm, maybe I'm being Naive. Bit, Yeah, probably. That's the word. Uh, but I do already see, especially with my older daughter Salma, uh, that's the things that. My husband and I have been teaching her about money are actually making an impact on the way she makes decisions. She's not someone like I notice her at even birthday parties when like the loot bags come out. The kids will rush the rush the person with all the bags and they want to gimme, gimme, gimme. She waits her turn. Um, she really does understand that, it. you know, uh, she just understands not to be greedy and not to not to. um Not to ask for too much. Uh, She'll say things like, why don't you just buy a large and we'll split it rather than buying two mediums. You know, like she has already these concepts in her mind of how you can save money without it actually impacting what we're doing.
1: All right. I love it. I love it. So she's not greedy. She's not pushy. And she's willing to split a large. Yeah, well, if you spill it, uh, so, so where I'm going with this uh, is greed is good in many ways. Okay. Yes, yeah. I, it's, it, so, so, so Wall Street taught us greed is good. Yes. Five dollars a day, my friend. Uh, Jack doesn't like this example. It's too corny for him. Jack's a, you know, economic background, kind of a guy, big head Western boy. Uh, so uh, five bucks a day doesn't work for him. I like five dollars a day. Two toonies and a loony. That's all it takes, five bucks a day. Uh, Rabina, if you can begin teaching your children at, at a very young age, to save only $5 a day. And I say that because my children mooch. My, my boys are... Professional moochers. They <laughs> are probably going to go into sales. Elliot is a closer extraordinary. He just comes to me from all angles. I say no. He comes at a different angle. I say no. It just keeps coming at me. He wears me down, and he gets twenty bucks out of me continuously. If he saves five bucks a day, Rabina. Let's just say you start at age uh, fifteen. Okay. okay. So you're, you know you're, you're now you're certainly capable. Of, I, I started saving money when I was a young boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent it eventually. You save, spend, save, spend. But if you can just save it and hang on to it. five dollars a day, Rabina. It works out to, what, uh, about $1,800 a year. Okay. Uh, If you do that, and and if you buy the broad stock market, the S&P 500, it's compounded at 12% over the last 70 years. The TSX is compounded at 10. Let's push it. Let's just say you can take full risk, buy the full broad market, make you 9%, which is less than the 10, less Mm -hmm. than the 12. Uh, Rabina, at the end of 40 years, $721,000 saved up just like that five dollars a day just like that 40 years later if you consistently do it it's seven hundred twenty thousand uh, dollars. now my point of the matter is canadians are not saving enough money mm-hmm. uh i'm here to help canadians my clients are the one percent my typical client has a million bucks with me typical client i have clients that right. you know, well north of that mm-hmm. um i want to help all canadians with this show i really do i want to help all canadians with, this, uh, with with hi-fi radio here and I, I'm really happy here because I know this is the type of stuff you, – you, you said the open to the show. This type of stuff we need to educate people on is – you got to start young. You can start small if you allow the magic of compounding to work for you. And that means you need about 25 years. I'm going to show you uh, a chart here, Rabina. And mm-hmm. if, if any of our listeners want these tables, I've created these tables, I'd be happy to send them to you. Just uh, contact me, WolfgangKlein.com. I'll be more than happy to send you uh, my compounding tables because I want you to show them to your family. But if you see here, Rabina, it's called an inflection point. Right. It rise over run. You see how the slope of the equity graph changes? We're looking at
2: a graph that just slopes right up after about twenty four years uh, uh, of saving.
1: Correct. And and so now your money starts to double in seven to ten years and all of a sudden it really accumulates. But people they they will save for five or ten years for a house, for a car, for this, for that, and then spend it. And right. it'll save another five years, and then spend it. Whereas we have to find some money that we can put aside for the long haul, and I mean the forty-year, the fifty-year long haul. This whole point, I'm on here, Rabina. I'm on a bit of a rant, and, and Jack says, be careful, be careful, you don't you don't yell to the sky, You know, one of those guys screams to the sky, like you, <laughs> you've lost your mind. No one's listening to you. So <laughs> that's why I'm here. Someone's listening to us right now, Rabina. But CPP, the Canada Pension Plan. It is, my friend, a fallacy. It is not a pension, first of all. It's no, pay- it's not. It-
2: and you have to, I mean, really to max out your CPP, um, you can get uh, an account with the CRA. It's called a My Account. I really recommend everybody do that because it has so much information with, when it comes to your taxes on there. And it will show you the years that you maxed out your CPP tax. Um, Uh, contributions every year. And even if you max them out, it has to be 40 years consistent for you to get the max amount. I'm not even sure what the max amount of CPP a year is. Okay,
1: I can tell you some math. $1,200
2: a month or something. Rabina, Yes.
1: Uh, The My Account? Forget about it. I tell you why.
2: Why? Because well, it gives it, you information. It's
1: shared information on on on, on, on the dictatorship of, of the plan. Okay, it's a dictatorship right. plan. I'm sorry, I don't like it. First of all, you're forced to, to put into it, and your yep. employer is forced forced to match. Yep. So with the Canada Pension Plan, I've said this a number times. Even
2: if you're freelance like me, yeah. So you're
1: paying both ends. You're paying four years. You're paying twice. You're paying for as an employee and as an employer. You're paying fifty five hundred bucks a year into CPP. Yeah. Right. So so I'm going to make you cry now Rabina perhaps. Um but you know there's that $5 a day plan on the other side of it. You put 5500 bucks a year into CPP. Rabina, if you do that for your working life, uh, you're going to contribute about $200,000. Okay. All right. The maximum withdrawal rate is $14,000 a year. 200,000 divided by 14 it works out to about 17 years to get your money back. back. You're 82, you only got your money back. And no return. Zero return.
2: Yeah, no return.
1: If the government did not have a CPP plan and they allowed you to invest that money, and I I ran the numbers at 5%. -hmm. My friend, when you retired, you have 800 grand. Mm -hmm. And then if you took out the 14 grand when Mm -hmm. you die, you'd have about a million dollars. Your money will continue to grow. So the government with CPP is taking away some of your savings. They're putting it into a idle program that's paying for the Basically people
2: like a high interest savings account it's not
1: even that it's barely <laughs> that yeah uh, so my point is we got to save uh, on our own even five dollars a day can have an impact but look i don't believe in rsps they say i skeptics out there so coming up after the show we're going to talk about rsp versus non-rsp what is the difference because the rsp is the better alternative i can tell you how big the difference is it is absolutely mind-blowing pay attention stay tuned hi-fi radio more of it right after this
0: Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? money Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Love that song! Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. Yes, bank robber. Uh, I tee it up with that because I believe. The government is stealing the magic of compounding for Canadians. Uh, unfortunately, Canadians really can't do it themselves because they just can't control their emotions and their spending. most
2: most people can't do. I think that's why these pension plans it is. these government run pension plans are around and they exist around the world is because by and large, most people do not know how to save right. Um, and that's and that is the problem is that no one has actually sat down and taught anybody all these things that you're talking about. No one's ever learned it.
1: But I'll say, I'll say to you, if, if this was a true pension plan, like teacher's pension plan, right. we'd be very happy Canadians. If it was managed the way teachers... And the only difference, really, because the assets that CPP buys are the same assets that Canada Pension Plan buys. Excuse me, that the Ontario Teacher's Pension Plan buys. Right. That, that OPSU buys, which is for the provincial employees. So then
2: how come their returns are B, so much B, lower?
1: The virtue no... Return, because when the system was created, I believe it was Lester B. Pearson, 65-67, he said, from this day forward, if you are retired... The government is going to start sending you checks. Okay. And who's going to pay for it are the existing worker bees. Right. They never saved it. They never created a pool of money. So we created a system back in the early mid 60s that we're now stuck with. Right. Right. Period. So say,
2: do you say it needs updating or scrapping?
1: <laughs> scrapping would be ideal, but that won't work. Mm-hmm. That that would not be the popular outcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, we're in a time of populism. That mm-hmm. would be so non-populism. Non-popul- popular mm-hmm. Um we need to, I think, ultimately, the best bet is to try to educate Canadians on doing it themselves. That's the purpose of this show. Uh, it is Hi-Fi Radio. I'm Wolfgang Klein. Rabin Ahmed is in studio with me. She's my longtime broadcasting friend. Her and I worked back in the television days uh, when I was a young broker on Bay Street. And, uh, you still she, are young. Uh, uh, and still a broker. Uh, 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 but I'm not broke. I am not broke. <laughs> nope. So... Um, I don't believe in RSPs, says all those people who don't believe in RSPs. Right. I'd rather buy an investment property or keep in real estate. Um Real estate uh, works because there's lots of leverage. I've always said that real mm-hmm. estate prices go up three, four, five percent a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, twice six
2: percent th- on average, they say. To, in,
1: in major urban centers, yes, and uh, uh, that's twice CPP. But if you go non-urban centers, they can actually go up less than the uh, the rate of inflation. Uh, again, I go back to uh, my cottage country, Minden. We have a family farm up there, 100 acres. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, an acre of land up there is worth fifteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. a thousand five hundred for an acre of land. It's not. It's worthless property. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's remarkable. Uh, Yes, location, location, (laughs) location. But anyway, so I I ran some math. Here's what Canadians should do. This is very simple. Okay. All right. And the the way to make this work, I go back to the importance of time, the importance of your money compounding. What that means with compounding is it means Work it off of the concept of a bond where the bond pays you interest. In year one, if you have a 10% coupon or a 10% interest-bearing bond, which don't mm-hmm. exist, uh, on, a, on $100, uh, your $100 make 10 Now you have $110 to work with. Next year, you make 10% on $110, right. and you end up making $11. And then you make uh, 10% on $121. See, what you're
2: doing right now, most people don't even... Correct, they ...are don't. not taught that. that I, they're the, not. The, that basic idea of what compound interest is, I think most people have heard the word compound interest. They don't understand it. But they don't understand Right, it. so
1: so again, if you contact me, I have some charts on it because if you don't like the math, mm-hmm. you, can look at, you can look at the picture and the picture is not symmetrical um, and that's what makes it, so, it's not linear. People think the world of finance is linear, it's not. This is very not symmetrical, it's asymmetrical, I think that's mm-hmm. the right word and it, it, hence inflection point. But anyway, so here is what I did. I said, uh, a young professional leaving university, they get their first job, uh, they're now 20, let's say 25 years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, and they save two choices Are they can, you they, listening? they they can either just save, <laughs> save an investment account or they can actually put it into an rsp if they for, do do the following for 10 years they save $1000 a month from age 25 to 35 i want them to save $1000 a month
2: which isn't hard i remember when i was 26 i had my first full time job i was saving at that time $750 a month right. I, I still remember that it was basically a, a better part of one paycheck every two weeks was right. going towards just straight into the RRSP.
1: Look, look, millennials are, are are staying at home longer. I'm good with that. Stay at home with mom and dad, let them foot the bill. Why not? But yeah. you save money. Don't take advantage of the situation they're giving you. Use it as an opportunity to 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 super supercharge your saving. I'm saying save $1,000 a month. So if you, if you're grad, you get a $40,000 job, you can save a grand a month. But at age 35, you're probably married with a young family, your income is probably now twice what it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I need to take your savings up to $1,500 a
2: month. Remember that's crunch time though for a long lot of people they are not just taking care of their young family they might even be taking care of other uh, parents who yep. may not have saved properly for retirement. But they have
1: dual income now. Uh, they're at they have... the
2: highest point of their mortgage. Yep. Most likely. Difficult. They might have two cars. Yep. So sometimes that's the harder sell. It
1: is. I agree with you. it's that, it's that, it's that tier? But anyway, just to keep the illustration uh, linear, so to speak. A thousand bucks a month uh for, for, for ten years, fifteen hundred bucks for the next ten years, and then two thousand dollars a month for the following twenty years, age forty-five to sixty-five, two grand a month. That's twenty-four thousand dollars of savings. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're a young Professional, or if you are professionals in Toronto, people do make $26,000 deposits into their RSPs. That is mm-hmm. now the limit. We're going to go to commercial break. I'm going to get back to you with the numbers that if you follow the Wolfgang Klein Wolf on Bay Street Hi Fi Radio saving strategy at a 7% rate of return, I can tell you what your retirement nest egg is in an RSP and outside of an RSP right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more shows still to come. You're listening to Hi Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: Welcome back to the show, Hi-Fi Radio, 640 Global News Radio in Toronto. Wolfgang Klein, your host, Jack Hartle, off on vacation again, spending, spending, spending more of his money. I'm trying to get him to save, (laughs) trying to get him to comp, but no, Jack wants to spend money. That's a good thing. He turned 40, uh, he's with his wife, and they're having a good time, and uh, he's lucky he has a in-laws who can take care of his children oh, while he's Oh, that's away. nice. It's that's difficult, nice. you know, when you turn our age, Rabina, our, our age. age, Rabina, <laughs> and you have kids at home and you have to take a little trip somewhere. <laughs> Who's going to watch your children? Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, we are trying to help you put some money aside. We're trying to help you compound. We're trying to help time increase your net worth. So my savings plan was $1,000 a month from age 25 to 35, $1,500 a month, 35 to 45, $2,000 a month, Forty-five to sixty-five. If you did that savings, I think it worked out to seven hundred eighty thousand dollars has been saved. Okay. Now you put into an RSP, you take your tax refund, you put that into a TFSA. Okay. That that compound tax-free. Anything left, put into an investment account. If you follow that strategy at a seven percent rate of return, right? uh, At the A -A -A retirement, you would have yourself five million dollars.
2: That's not a bad retirement. Five
1: million dollars. Yeah. If you, on the other hand, don't put it into an RSP, you take your after-tax dollar of sixteen grand. Um, and you invest it into an investment account at retirement, you'd be left with $3.2 million. My point of the matter is by you choosing your RSP, taking the government refund, you end up with $1.8 million more money. Right. And you don't believe in RSPs, you say. Are you kidding me? It's well, a, I a, believe in RSPs. No, you being the listener out there who no, says, whatever, I don't right, listen right. to Wolfgang, doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, I have 18 homes for rent. Uh, so I believe in RSPs because the biggest expense in life, Rabina, is.
2: Uh, retirement
1: taxes. Taxes. Your biggest expense in life is taxes. Canadians mm. don't know that. You, you, you look skeptical. Even I
2: don't even know that. What well,
1: you do now? Ah, now I do. You do now. You, you ask your husband. Take take a look at how much he <laughs> paid in taxes last year. And he he works for the My man, husband. right? Your husband. <laughs> you know, He works for the man. You work for yourself. You're self employed, so you get to uh, write things off. But when you work as I do for an employer, yes. Um, There's very few write-offs you have, and it's there. There is no cash involved. It's a straight T four straight to the tax man. Right, right. Um, Tax rates in Canada are absolutely onerous, uh, Rabina. They
2: they are high, but this. No, no, no,
1: no, no. no. They're not high. They are beyond high, Rabina. (laughs) Rabina. Yeah, they are high. Uh, Yeah, yeah. The Canada. You know, know I,
2: I lean on on the socialism side. I think you know are well aware that I am very much on that side. That high taxes creates a society that. Can pay for things that's going to make everybody's life better overall. So well, yeah, I, how, how does never...
1: CPP work out for you? Yeah, you, 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 you gotta be say eighty two just but to break does, even. does it does. It's a tax. It's a CPP is a tax. But me. it
2: does work out. This is the this is the problem with your method is that most people are not going to stick to it. They won't. Most people are not going to put a thousand dollars away from 25 to 35. Most people
1: don't stand it. Most and, people but, don't stand a fitness program. Exactly. I agree. It's,
2: it's That is. And so we need a system that takes care of people that don't know how to take care of themselves. Yep. And that is, I mean, and that's what divides the people who, who end up wealthy, like my parents who still live in the same house since 1978 and live a super frugal life, but they've got so much money in the bank, but they still, you know, make sure they shop the flyers and but, use coupons. But that's coupons. what we need to do. We as a people need think to pay attention to our a, parents. But they're the most relaxed people you'll ever meet yes. because they don't have money problems. Right. They don't right. have money
1: problems. So your parents did it properly. We don't want to take their advice. We need to take their advice. But taxes have gone up and up and up in this country without question. I'm okay with social safety net, with a so- social safety net. There are underprivileged people who can't do it themselves. Various. They can't house themselves. They can't feed themselves. We need to help them. There are people who have mental illnesses. We need to help them. Mm-hmm. I have a real issue with homelessness. I said, I have no, there's no place in this society for homelessness. We yep. need to help them. However, we also need to help ourselves. And when the government takes full responsibility for ourselves, I think you have a, a breakdown in society, but I want to go back to this tax table. I'm staring at the tax table. <laughs> Rabina, it, it, it is disincenting people to work beyond a certain point. Look, I know doctors who stop working because they no longer get paid from OHIP and, and same with the white collar people they they're going to leave the country, yep. uh, become an expat. I know Super wealthy people who left Canada became expats, and no more, no more uh, revenue g- coming into the government coffers. Right. So we got to be careful; we don't push people out of the workforce and disincent them to do otherwise. I do think silly that people
2: things. don't need like this idea. Like, I understand that working after 65 is now a legitimate thing, and I believe that I probably be working after 65 as well because you can't just stop working, especially if you're a subject matter expert and you've got years and like decades of experience. You should still be out there in the yep. economy. Agreed. G- giving it to to, to, in a way that is going to help society right Uh, but there definitely is something to be said where um, it's it is a smart thing to plan for retirement and then actually retire because there are people who can fill those roles and that have more updated ideas that have more current uh, education uh, that might be able to do a job not better but that makes more sense for uh, this day and time
1: you know the problem i go back to if you're in toronto if you're in vancouver uh, you make 200 grand. I know so many people who make mm-hmm. 200 grand. So many people. That's not, an. it unc- sounds like a lot of money, is no. a lot of money. But in Toronto, Vancouver, it's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you're taxed at 50% on the marginal dollar. Mm-hmm. That is my friend too much. But much-y. only on
2: your top tax bracket. It's not like you're charged a 50% on the first dollar that you make. You're no, but it doesn't, it doesn't take, the...
1: it doesn't take very long to get to 50 points. In fact, it's 53 over 205. Now 53.3, which means the government on each additional dollar mm-hmm. gets more than you do. Therefore, I say people are incented to stop working at that point. I don't like giving the government more than I'm taking in on my marginal dollar. Uh, You know what happens when clients come to me? I get grumpy. If anybody stops
2: working because they're paying too much taxes, that person is not a very smart person. Because if you're being taxed, you're doing well. That is my opinion.
1: Yes, indeed, Rabina, it is, and that's what I love about you. Uh, an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, Rabina Ahmed. Uh, you keep Huck. up, Rabina Ahmed. Rabina Ahmed, hawk. And what did you say? Something about duck or
2: something? Sounds like a dead duck. You'll never forget how to say my <laughs> name again.
1: I'll never forget you, Rabina. I really, really <laughs> won't. Um, you keep up the great work. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Help Canadians, help themselves. I do believe you can help teach Canadians to save money. I am trying so very hard. If we start young and we can train them at a young age, they will be better equipped to do it at an older age. Try to teach someone to save when they're 50 and 55, much more challenging. So take care of those young puppies and teach those young puppies how to save. Teach them about compounding. Let them watch their account grow. They're going to be very, very thankful to you for it at a later date. Uh, Real treat. Wish you a great weekend. Thank you. Uh, I am Wolfgang Klein. This is Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network 640 in Toronto.